the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Want to know what your competitors are up to? Serving as an essential ad and marketing intelligence platform, Social Peta covers advertising data from over 80 global ad networks across 70 countries and regions. And they have more than 300 enterprise clients. You might have heard of a few, including Google, Tencent Games, NetEase Games, and so much more. Learn more by visiting socialpeta.com. That's socialpeta.com. Want to boost your mobile app's search visibility on Google Play and the iOS App Store? Well, you can find hundreds of the most relevant and popular keywords for your app in just one minute. And you can create effective metadata with ASO Mobile. Check them out at asomobile.net. What is up, App Nation? I am in Hawaii right now, in Maui, but I wanted to still do this with you guys and i'm in the lobby so i'm not going to be as loud and rambunctious as i usually am but i wanted to do this youtube live stream with you guys anyways because i love doing it and i want to really and i've got a great guest too so i didn't want to cancel on him but let me introduce the guest he's created tons of apps and i've got his intro right here he adrian has been developing apps for ios devices since 2007 starting with the Terminator Ambush iPhone app for 65 Media in collaboration with Fox. And he led an award-winning team, the winners of two Webby Awards, Hollywood Reporter Key Art Award, and South by Southwest Web Award. Now he's the creator and founder of Spiritual Me that you can check out, spiritualme.com, or just for search for Spiritual Me in your app store. And all that is linked up into the show notes as well. So let me introduce this guest, Adrian Ramirez. Welcome to the show, my friend. Are hey, you Steve. How's it going? Thank you for inviting me on the show. Thank you for being here. How's my audio? Is it okay for everything? I do I'm not hear like an echo. Because, okay, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like screaming because I'm in the lobby right now, but I want to say hi to a few people as well. We got Noah here. What's happening, Samuel? Good to see you. Miguel, Adrian, and Adrian's got Celtic Whispers. And then we've got Yash. How's it going? Rudy, Rassi, and then Merge as well. And Rassi says, since 2007, whoa, some of us weren't even born yet. That's crazy. That is true, Adrian. That's like really when the first iPhone came out, right? 2007? Yes, yes. That was... So you're there from the beginning, huh? Yeah, and my main focus at that time was Flash, which is not even around anymore. <laughs> to yeah, some extent. yeah, yeah. Well, Adrian, you went through a whole rebranding exercise and you where you're kind enough to put all this presentation together so let me share that and I'll, I'll let you lead and then we'll get into some of the things that you rebranded and the impact on that rebranding there you go okay you want to kick it off yeah sounds good so yeah spiritual me relax and think clearly so this app like you said i originally developed it like seven years ago and I kind of moved forward to different projects and got pulled away from it. It was kind of like, you know, my baby at that time. Um, so years later, 
I got a lot of good reviews. It was very helpful to people. To some people, it was even life-changing. And the content was there, the idea was there, but it was a very old version um, that was just sitting on the app store and I started seeing sales were going down, downloads were going down, and I had an opportunity to really focus on it. And, and you know, I took that. So it was launched in September of um, 2021. And I kind of slowly took a year just to um, redesign it, rebuild it, come up with new ideas in uh, 2020. So if you move forward, I can show you a few things on, on the slide. So yeah, that's just a little synopsis about me being the founder and you kind of went over that. So we can, we can move forward. Okay, so yeah, so with the app store, there's so many different apps and the thing is to, to be original, to, to try to stand out, to try to um, find something that's interesting to people, but not get so caught up in what's interesting to you. Cause sometimes as a developer, you want to add these features and those features, but you really want to see what actually benefits the user, what aspects they liked about the app. Um, one thing that was different about this, it wasn't just a sit down meditation app. It was about having a daily routine, doing different exercises, from stretching to sitting down, doing a mindful uh, thinking, like a meditation, as well as use um, iPhone features as far as drawing on the screen or playing some kind of game that, you know, kind of calms you down. Sometimes people like to fidget just to get their mind off things. So integrate that into the app as well as people come from different spiritual backgrounds. Some people enjoy quotes from the Bible or, or the Quran or the Torah. or So I want to integrate that because sometimes people think of meditation as just something with Hindus or, or Buddhism, but you know, it, it could be for everybody. So I'm just trying to embrace that. Yeah, Adrian, I know a little bit about the app as well. And I like how you're inclusive of all religions and the fact that there are some like things, like I think about the, the sand, you know, that little brush in the sand. And I think I told you that. And it has those type of elements within the app too. So I like how you kind of combined it. You weren't just creating another meditation app. You're trying to create something that's a little bit different, combine some of the relaxing activities that we're all kind of used to. Yes. All right. Next screen. Yes, please. Let's go. So uh, that's just an example, right? The visual example of you know, some of the exercises. And one thing that the app does is in the beginning, you want to identify how you feel, go through the exercises, and then reflect back again on your current mood. Do you feel better? Did it, did it help? You know, what things are on your mind now? Because there's definitely a transition when you might be in a bad mood, you start meditating, and then afterwards you're like, you know what? You might see something new in life. So, so it helps you reflect on that. Yeah, that's what we were talking about as far as the different religious uh, books. And then one thing the, that we, in the app store, you also kind of want to figure out what makes you different and kind of focus on that. And I'm starting to really focus on routines. We, we kind of talk about that in the app audit as well. What, what makes you different and 
with things are, you know, beneficial. And I do get a lot of comments saying, you know, I like the simplicity of the app. I, I like how it uh, was effective without having to spend a lot of time or searching for this instructor or searching for that. Just, I just want to be able to, you know, spend three minutes during a break or at a certain time and not be, you know, forced to take too much time if they don't have it. So that's, yeah. So this is a screen capture of the old app. And I did spend a lot of time trying to get the, the logo. I designed my logo before. I went with one color scheme. Um, you see it's an old app in the app store with that long title. <laughs> you throw in as many yeah. keywords as you possibly can. Yeah, I was just gonna say, point that out. You know it's old when it's that long. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and that's one reason I was kind of hesitant at updating the app because I didn't want to lose that title. Because uh, after I updated it, I had to go to the new one, and I was still getting good ranking. That's but good. I wasn't that's getting good. sales. <laughs> so oh, that's that, funny. So if you go to the next screen, you'll see the update. So this is the new version. And you see the greens are a little bit lighter. Um, I updated the logo completely. And a lot of times when people think of rebranding, it's, you, you got to really... I think one of the main things with rebranding is that icon, that logo, because it's used so much um, in the store. And I'm not a graphic designer, so I did hire somebody um, to do the logo. And then I had to tweak it and have them work on it. And then I tweaked it. Um, so it looks really I, good. I think, it, I I mean, think I, it's worth I, the investment. Yeah, and I kind of just wanted to go back and just kind of see the before and after on one screen but i love it and i would say like that was one of the best investments i made early on too adrian was i made all the designs myself this is early on when i actually made apps and created apps of my own but i had this kids app that was like not really performing well and then i hired a real designer on 99 designs to get it done it was just like four or five hundred bucks but man wouldn't you know it right after that design i knew nothing about aso back then right after that design change, it was for kids apps, right? So you wanted to make it brighter. I had it black and white. I noticed sales immediately pick up. And so there is that, right? It's the first thing that people see in the app stores. And so I don't go too crazy, but you don't want it to look like, I don't know, something that you could make yourself. And you can see like the, what's the right word that I'm looking for, but you can see the polish. That's the right word. You can see the polish yeah. between the two. It's like that last 10%. Like sometimes yeah, people totally. get so far, but it's like you just got to work farther on those details. And sometimes it takes another person to, to really help you with that. I love it. I love it. Let's, all right. Let's get into the next one. Got here. Got and this is more about the logos. Again, you can kind of see the difference side by side. Please. And the one important thing is really think about how the logo and your screenshots work together and how people see them in the app store. And um, a lot of times you do want to work with the branding. If the person sees a logo or if they just see your screenshots, how can they relate that? Um, on this one, that's actually the first screenshot on there is actually uh, a video, but the video starts off with the logo and then it transitions mm -hmm. into the animation and stuff like that. And I thought that was, was helpful. And I try to, and I use the, actual background of the app as the background of the screenshots. So sometimes nice. in a lot of apps, it's good to 
maybe put some time find a graphic element that you want to reuse and rebrand for me it's the rocks the the balancing of the rocks i kind of use that a lot more in the advertisements and stuff like that so in your screenshots really kind of like focus on the logo the color scheme as you scroll down a lot of times in app stores you'll see all the um screenshots they might have the same background color so maybe try to find a color that really stands out and reflects some kind of meaning i went with green because it's more of like a peaceful relaxing okay so oh, yeah okay. this is a screenshot i took today now it sucks in numbers <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead sorry no problem. Um, let's see. So this just represents the units. And if you see right there where I highlighted, it says January 25th to August 31st, 2000 units. And that represents mm -hmm. the old app. The app was the new branding version was released September 1st. And I brought it all the way to today's date. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of see that difference in downloads. Although I will say I did push, um, Two two campaigns with ad advice, app advice. Yeah, yeah. For you know, the app's gone free. Yeah. And also iPhone magazine. Um, we did an emailer out, and that's where you kind of see the spikes. Yeah, right here. This is probably yeah. like the app advice. Mm -hmm. Maybe the other app advice campaign. Yeah. yeah. So I was really just wanted to get it on that September time. Yeah. Um, one one thing that I can talk about is maybe spending money in advertising maybe too soon or marketing too soon because yeah. sometimes it, you do really want to test and and see um, you know are people downloading it and purchasing or they're not purchasing what are op what obstacles are you having in order for them to get purchased and then once you really have that down then I would suggest really, you know, push for marketing. A lot of times you may put more marketing or, or try to get more downloads just to get better position in the search engine. But if you're looking to convert and get sales, you really got to work on that. And see, that's where you were very helpful with that app audit. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the next one. You see this, Adrian? Yeah, I see it. So yeah, that was the first version of onboarding. I didn't actually implement that until maybe three months after the, right. the app, the new branding was released. Now, um, just for the audience, you know, Adrian and I did a, like a premium app audit back in January. Just that's why he's bringing it up. Adrian, I wasn't going to bring it up. You weren't going to bring it up. And so, but <laughs> just so that we're clear, this this is what I saw. Right. If I remember correctly, this is the version yeah, that right. I saw. Yeah. And I kind of gave some feedback on this and we'll kind of get into some of that feedback. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure and get that okay. cleared up because you brought it up a couple of times. And I actually, you know, added, added this after, you know, really looking at some of the examples that you talked about as far as onboarding. Cool. Um, but it's still the first version and I need a lot of input. So this is what it looked like afterwards. Wow. You see it's okay. much cleaner. Um, not, a, I reduced the text yep. and then, um, I didn't have so many different buttons like in the other previous version. 
Um, so did you change the pricing model at all? You, it looks like the pricing model is the same. I kept the pricing model the same to, uh -huh. in order to really see the difference. So as yep. you see, it right had here. a difference of 102% after the change. So, so that was good. I kept the pricing model the same, but the next phase, uh, we're, we're transitioning into a subscription. Yeah. And then we're going to hey, see how that goes. If I may, like, I know one of the things, congratulations, man. That's amazing. 102% one month later. I know, like, I remember talking about this and I was like, look, it, and Joe, you could probably back me up if he's in the comments below, but I was like, it's kind of hard to differentiate where the text was, you know, what's a button, what's not. And this is what I recommend to most of my clients too, is you don't change too much at once, right? When we're kind of going through this, you, this app audit, premium app audit together, just one, the one hour session, I was like, let's not change too much because I want to see what makes the difference, right? And so if you change the pricing model too much, then you're going to see that, well, you're not going to, if everything goes right, you're like, great, everything worked, right? But if something goes wrong and it doesn't work, then you want to know, oh, was it the pricing model or was it Steve's stupid suggestion to change some of the layout of the onboarding page, right? And that's what, that's amazing, man. I Honestly, Adrian, like after these premium op, premium app audits, I never know what happens. You know, I'm like, I think this is good advice. <laughs> but a lot of the advice I give is based off the of data. But like when I see stats like this, it, it like really humbles me and I'm so excited for for you 102 percent one month later that's amazing man congrats that's really cool yeah, thank you um all right and, and that's one, one thing i want to say is it's important to get feedback from everybody doing the app audit was was awesome sometimes you may get emails from customers complaining but you know make that an opportunity to talk to them yeah. because I, I'm starting to build relationships with people, you know, just through emails. And a lot of them really want to help. They, they give you long descriptions. They like this. They don't like this. So um, don't let critical emails deter you. That's really an opportunity to get more testers, really. Yeah, that's amazing. I want to kind of look through what do you think made the biggest difference from this? from what the version was before to after? Was it the new layout of the pricing page? Was it just the onboarding sequence? What do you think kind of helped? I, I think it was, well, one thing, the clarity. Mm. Um, and then another, another thing, I, I know you you see where it says peace and fire, those, those represent the different themes or routines. And that got confusing because people didn't know what they were buying or what it included or what that meant. So I still right. kept those. Um, and if you go to the bomb screen, um, sorry, you, you see, no, no, I'm sorry, the, the next screen. Yeah, yeah. So the, the last one right here where you can make your purchase, if you scroll down, it'll show all those um, different routines. And one of the yep. things you suggest is like some people do like taking their time at the purchase page and scrolling down, looking at all the features, looking at everything they get and then making the purchase. And other people don't care about it. They see the basic onboarding screens, they're like, okay, this is what I want, and then they either purchase or do a trial. And yeah, it, I, the onboarding is is very important. I, I'm seeing a lot of conversions right away before you, people even do the trial. They just see it, and they're like, you know what, this is what I want, and they make the purchase. Oh, cool, I can have multiple screens. This is cool. All right, so here, I. I'm sharing this. This is their your new pricing page. 
And so live on the App Store right here, you can see it. And then I just wanted to get into the scrolling stuff. Mm -hmm. At the very bottom, there's another call to action. Very nice. So you can unlock all. Right now, it's a one-time one, in, one time in app purchase, and then you can unlock all these packs, right? Yes. Yeah, very cool. Love it. All right, let's get back to this one. Yeah, yeah you so price table. So here's something that you're trying to test later on now. Yeah, we worked out, so... <laughs> We'll see how nice. it goes. I, I can't talk on it yet, but this is the idea. And at, at first, sometimes I didn't understand the subscription, but I think it really is important to do a subscription. It does cost a lot of money to maintain an app, costs yes. a lot of money to advertise an app, and, it, and it's ongoing if, if you want to keep that app alive. Right. So, You know, we've been talking to, I talked to Rudy, and we did a premium app audit, and you know, he's trying to think about, and hopefully, Rudy, this will give you enough courage or motivation to just make that change. But what's going, maybe talk to me, Adrian, like, is it now you're like fully on board, but what was stopping you from going subscription? Maybe we'll get to the mental uh, aspect of it a little bit. I mean, uh, basically, because it was in-app purchase to begin with. And I just wanted to a gradual change, basically. Okay. And then we do have a question for you from Samuel. Why did you decide to go with a three-day trial versus a three-day trial on each plan? So I'll bring that back up. Okay. So you have a three-day trial. Oh, yeah, trial that's, that's on... right. That's right. Because um, one plan has no trial, and then the other one... The 1999 has a 14-day trial, so we we want to add value into that yeah. and test it out. We're still working on it. Is a seven-day trial work better? Is a 14-day trial? One reason I did do a, a three-day trial. A, a, a lot of times, people get excited about doing certain activities like exercise. Kind of like a um, your New Year's resolution. You get excited about it, but they don't stick with it. So that's one thing that you kind of have to balance out with a trial. Yeah. Um, make sure that the app's something that they stick with and they really like and they do it. Or is it something that they're excited about at the moment? They might try it for three days and then they're convinced, but they may not do it for five days. You really have to see your retention on your app and how, how long people are coming back and stuff like that. Yeah. And if I can jump in a little bit, Adrian, I know we talked about this a little bit two was samuel you want to show value right when you're coming to a pricing decision you're we all are trying to find value right like we're, we all want to see where the biggest value is and by here by having the mixed different trials we want to show that the yearly with the trial is the best value and we've seen other clients do this where they added a yearly plan so they had monthly and yearly and then they added a yearly plan with no trial and where the split where there was no no trial yearly no trial the the split was maybe like 60 40 70 30 but eventually that yearly plan with no trial probably nobody's gonna buy you might get one or two but essentially what you want to try to do is just by laying out this way you're like hey this is where the value is i get 14 days free 
maybe you know adrian you want to do the whole blinkist thing where it says how your free trial works on day 10 we'll email you or we'll notify you when that trial is about to go you know we've seen that perform really well and so that's okay. why we're kind of laying out this way is just to really in a nutshell be able to quickly scan and see where the value is of all these plans I see Anything Apple's really there? pushing that. I see Apple's really pushing that too. I joined one of their um, sessions about subscriptions, and they mm -hmm. they like that layout where it's clear. It says you know start one, you start a trial. What happens on these days? Do you want a notification when your trial is about to end? So they they they, yeah. they do support that method as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. We got one more, and then here we go. Oh, yeah. The, I was just showing, you know, good reviews. <laughs> but the, the, uh, the other reason is a lot of times people may build four or five apps that aren't polished, just getting the ideas out there. They can kind of see which ones perform the best and take that app, look at the reviews, and, and, and rebuild it from some of the advice that they're getting from the customers. And the apps that aren't getting bad, that getting bad reviews maybe those aren't ones you want to move forward on. Um, yeah. Cause it, 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 it takes a lot of effort <laughs> developing apps. And one other thing I didn't really talk about, but the app is localized and, nice. and that's a good thing too. Localization also helps the devaluation of your app. If it's performing well in, in different stores and different locations. I love that. And you've put uh, this is one of the best practices, right? Like have images in your in-app purchases. We've actually seen in-app purchases have some ASO benefit to it. And then looks like English, French, German, Italian, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. looks good, man. Yeah. And one other thing I could say is when, when you're designing and you're doing localization, try to find techniques where it's not too tedious to update your screenshots because <laughs> that has become a pain sometimes. But you do want to localize it where people recognize and see that the app really supports that language and it's not just uh, a, the app description that's localized, but the app content isn't. And I think that helps. When you localized it, how did you, one, decide the languages? And then two, did you hire somebody to actually do the localization or how did you go about that? Um, well, if I, I, I did look at uh, stats and see what countries were the most popular and also what language across more countries like Spanish and Portuguese did well. There's a lot of countries where they use French. So it's, even though it's localized in France, sometimes it's not just about getting that country, but other countries that, that also support French, like Canada. Um, and then, yes, um, I did have to hire, uh, you know, so some people to, to help out. And um, I need to do that for a second round as well. And as well as for basic things, I did use Google Translate, but it's always best to get a second opinion. Whoop. Uh, sorry, Adrian. Wrong buttons. Okay. And then let's see. Here is the last slide. So if you again, oh, yeah, let's just contact. Yeah. So really cool. 
keep us updated, especially when you make that subscription. I know Rudy said, hey, he's made that subscription change. I already decided to switch the subscriptions. I hope to manage it in April. I'll probably go with Revenue Cat. I don't feel like reinventing the wheel. And Rudy, we have a video coming up too where we'll talk about with, and I kind of break down like App Store Connect and how we do conversion analysis when it comes to subscriptions, some of the best rates and conversion rates you should be seeing from a trial activation, from a trial to paid. So all those videos are coming up soon, but you know, you may not, all I'm saying is use Revenue Cat if you've already gone that road. If you don't, if you haven't already implemented Revenue Cat, you might not need it as well. So I'll kind of leave with that. Adrian, anything else that you want to cover from this? Uh, no, just any questions. But cool. I mean, well, one thing that did help too, I think, if you develop your app and it's under your personal name, I did make a switch and put it under a business name. And I think that's a good move if you're going, if have a, a, a real roadmap for your app and you're going to invest money and time in it. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.